Hey everybody, Mike DeSepoli, Heritage Financial Advisory Group. Hope you're having a great week. Welcome to the Heritage Market Update for Tuesday, March 22nd, 2022. Another strong day for the markets today. So we're here to break down that action and let you know what you need to be keeping your eyes on as we navigate through this market volatility. So let's take a look at the major market averages. Dow Jones up 254 points today. The S&P gained 50 points. And the NASDAQ, which has been leading us since this recent market bottom, we think that is a critical, critical, critical component of any rally that if it's going to be a sustainable rally, tech has to be involved, tech has to lead the way. And so far, we have seen that even just in a compressed period of time, we have seen significant outperformance in the NASDAQ technology sector, which is very important to note because that was the sector that got hit the hardest during the recent correction, right? So we always want to see the areas that are first to get hit, that are hardest to get hit, will be the areas that will lead us out because that's how we know that there is some sustainability to the rally. Let's take a look at our heat map, right? Let me just move myself out of the way here for a moment. So here's our market sectors today, right? We have 11 major market sectors broken down here on this graph by market capitalization. And we're seeing a very nice day in the market, nice firm day rally across many different sectors. And we're seeing a pullback in what we call the defensive sectors, right? Which is very important. If any rally is going to have sustainability, we want to see the unloved areas of the last couple of months lead us higher. And we want to see the areas that investors use to seek shelter and defense over the last couple of months, right? Which was mainly healthcare and energy. These are the areas that are starting to pull back as the market picks up some momentum here, right? So very important. We want to see a reversal of trends like that continue. And let's just zoom out a little bit. Let's take a look at the last week, right? Been a really phenomenal, phenomenal week, folks, just over the last 10 days even, seeing how the markets have responded and rallied very hard. So markets have come a long way in a short period of time, and it would be normal for us to see a little bit of consolidation here, right? I mean, if you look at some of the stocks on this screen here, we have stocks up anywhere from 9 13 20%, some even more just over the last week alone. So anytime we get a sharp move like that, it is okay if the market takes a pause, maybe does a little bit of backing and filling, right? We don't want to see the market roll over and revisit the lows again, but it would be okay for us to take a pause here. So let's take a look at the market. <clears throat> Let me just move this around. Okay. So again, here's our NASDAQ, right? We've spent a lot of time looking at this chart over the last couple months, trying to put the correction in context, trying to figure out where exactly the bottom would be, where the retest would be, and then ultimately where we would go from there. So again, markets have done a lot of work in a short period of time, right? It was only, you know, seven, six or seven short market days ago where everybody was certain that we were doomed, right? We were coming up on a Federal Reserve interest rate hike. The media promised us that that would be bad for stocks, that stocks would go lower. And as it turns out, stocks have done the complete opposite since the Fed raised interest rates. Now, this is very important to note. I noted this in the last video we did. And I note this not because it's time to pick on the media. I think there's enough of that going on right now in this country. But I want to note this because sometimes the narrative gets ahead of the market, right? And the narrative about higher interest rates was built into this market. We were told over and over and over for weeks, for months, that higher rates were going to kill the market. And then what happened? The Fed finally actually raised rates. And the market took off like a rocket ship. Now, why does that happen? Because the market had already done 
the dirty work, the heavy lifting of pricing in those interest rate increases, right? So it tends to be, you know, everybody knows the phrase, buy the rumor, sell the news. Well, folks, this was that in reverse. This was people selling the news and buying the rumor. And sometimes that happens in financial markets. And that is quite all right. We'll take it particularly with how this current trend is shaking out for us. So what you're looking at here is the NASDAQ over the last nine months, right? Let's zoom in a little bit. We've done a lot of work over the last three months to put in a bottom. And I want to illustrate this because this line that I've drawn in the chart here is going to be likely be the next major test for the market, right? If we look at the market over the past couple months, we've had two particular instances where we moved into this price level around the 14500 uh, level on NASDAQ, and the market failed and went down to retest the lows, right? So again, we're right about halfway between, a little bit more than halfway between right now. We're pretty much in no man's land between this recent resistance and our support levels down here. But that's okay. Like we said, markets have come a long way in a short period of time. We've basically covered almost about 16 or 1700 points on the NASDAQ inside of a week. Okay, so a, a, an over 10% move, um, which is something very important for us to see. Uh, but nonetheless, right now, we're kind of just treading in between in, in the technical, uh, you know, in no man's lands in terms of technical analysis. So we want to see what the market does when it reaches, uh, moves up along these levels here, we want to see a meaningful breakthrough. Now, it may take a couple days. Sometimes markets will probe around levels a little bit. So it wouldn't surprise us to see the markets move into this level, maybe go sideways a little bit before it makes up its mind. Now, if we get that meaningful break higher, where the market finally decides that it's time to move through this level, right? that is going to be a very bullish tell. A lot of investors who maybe missed the bottom, or who believe there will be another lower low, they're looking for another retest down, who knows, everybody has different ideas about how this will play out, but a lot of people will be looking at this line in the sand right here, and if the market can make a breakout, as we call it, above this level, this will be a sign for a lot of the short-term investors to come back into the water and to start buying stocks yet again. So again, markets are doing the necessary work that needs to be done. Um, we think that the markets are proving the fact that a lot of bad news gets discounted in advance into the market. Now the markets have an opportunity to digest all that news and get back to focusing on fundamentals and economics and the things that actually power stock markets. Let's take a quick look at investor sentiment, right? This is exactly what you want to see, folks. The market has come up over 10 12% inside of a week, and investors are still scared. They're still fearful. Uh, which is good. That means there's skepticism around this rally. That means people are second-guessing this rally. They're not fully believing it. And again, that might sound like a bad thing, but as contrarians, that is what we want. We don't want everybody all in all the time because then there's no buyers left to continue to push this market higher. So fear and greed sits at 43. We've come up off the extreme fear levels of a week ago. Okay, so investors are feeling a little bit better, but not a lot better. And this is good, right? This means people are still taking that cautious approach saying, you know, I'm not really buying this rally. I'm not falling for it. I think the market's going to go lower. Whatever the case may be, whatever the reasons are, the excuses that they tell themselves is fine for us because inevitably what will happen is if this market makes that meaningful move higher, these investors who are still stuck on the sidelines will come back into the market. This will be more money flowing into the market, more buyers. And just uh, probably about nine days from now, right, the quarter ends 
But as we get into April, it's a new quarter. It's new money flows from pensions and endowments all around the country. It's a lot of capital that's going to come into financial markets. And that, too, should help propel us higher. So, again, coming back to the charts, the markets have done a lot of work in a short period of time. Wouldn't scare us, wouldn't surprise us, wouldn't disappoint us. If the markets went sideways for a little bit, maybe a slight little pullback, folks, that's quite all right. We want to be up and green every single day, but part of this market you know, path or part of this market journey is understanding that in the context of these moves, a down day here and there is okay. It's healthy. It allows the markets to recharge, and we still believe that the market is doing the necessary work to put this correction behind us to allow investors to move on and move higher. So if you have any questions, please reach out to us. Always happy to talk to you about anything that is on your mind. Always love you know, getting on the phone with you folks, face-to-face, -face, whatever it may be. We've had a lot of really great conversations over the last couple months as this correction has gone on. It's tested investors for sure, but I think our investors are coming out all for the better for it. Um, and we're going to make sure that there's better days ahead for us to enjoy and look back on some of the tough times that were and how we all grew and became better investors as a result of it. So if you have any questions, reach out to me. We'll see you back on Friday for the Heritage Market Pulse. Take care.